Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. Well, in Greenville, South Carolina, he brings you the joke of the day. He goes by the name of Rock T. Y'all make some noise right now. Yeah, baby. What's up, y'all? Everybody say hello. My name is Rock T. Vashizi, man. Thank you for allowing Alana to come out here. Let me bring out, oh my goodness, this is my man. He brings you the news you absolutely, positively cannot use. Comedian extraordinaire, give it up for the homie Special K. What's up, Greenville? What's up, Greenville? All the way from the ATL. What's happening, y'all? What's happening, y'all? The first lady of the morning show, Mrs. Mind, Body, and Business. Y'all show some love for Maria Moore. Good morning, Greenville. Of course, he claims to be the first lady of the morning show. It spills all the messy tea. Give it up for Gary with the tea. Oh, y'all. Oh, our sister, the first female rapper to go platinum. Y'all better make some noise for the bringing in tech, tech, tech. Hey, what up, y'all? Good morning, good morning. How y'all doing? Yo, wake up, and if you know it, let me hear you sing it. So, so. Our brother from another mother, Mr. Ricky Smiley. Hey, what's up, y'all? South Carolina. Hey, let's get this party started, y'all. All right, y'all got your friend Paige coming up. News headlines. Entertainment. Sports. It's the whole page on the Ricky Show. I got your front page right here. Maria, good morning. Good morning, Ricky. Good morning, our SMS family. Good morning, Greenville, South Carolina. Here's your Tuesday morning headline. Sadly, I have to report that a shooting at a Tennessee private elementary school left three students and three adults dead on Monday. Police say officers engaged with and killed the shooter who was carrying two assault-type rifles and a handgun. The shooter was later identified by police as 28-year-old Audrey Hale, who law enforcement said may have attended the school. A detailed manifesto of the attack was left behind, according to the Nashville Metropolitan Police. 
In other news, Disney said the company will begin laying off staff starting this week, the first of three rounds of expected cuts following an announcement in February that the company would eliminate 7,000 jobs. The cut represents about 3% uh, 3 of its global workforce. Lastly, Ricky, some good news. Two New Orleans high school students claim to have solved a 2,000-year-old puzzle in mathematics, which scientists say are uh, should be submitted to peer review. As Gary would say, they were of African descent. Uh, Kalicia Johnson and Nakia Jackson from St. Mary's Academy presented their oh, findings yeah. uh, at the American Mathematics Society in which they explained they were able, able to prove Pythagoras' theorem, uh, theorem using trigonometry. See, them black women, man, when they come, black women solve problems. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, but they got them cell phones out, calculate them. They went through that, got that done. Oh, they went and, through and it. And the problem was how old? And 2,000 years old. No one was able to solve it. So and they did it using trigonometry? They did it using I trigonometry. Never, I never made it in trigonometry. I never class. made it past pre-algebra. I did basic algebra, and that was it. I didn't pass I didn't I didn't school. Algebra. I did pre-algebra, and that pre was it. Man, they never made I don't know what trigonometry is. Mm. They had that in them special mm. math classes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, that's what's happening in headlines, y'all. What's going on in sports, Rock T? <laughs> Right, we in South Carolina. I know we got some Dawn Staley, South Carolina women's basketball fans in the house. Yeah, so they knocked off Maryland last night. They punched their ticket to the Final Four. Virginia Tech beat Ohio State, so they head to the Final Four. So now it's Iowa, LSU, South Carolina, and Virginia Tech Final Four. The women's, uh, which will take place in Dallas, Texas this weekend. The men's Final Four was going to be in Houston, so Texas about to be bananas this weekend. It's going to be crazy. Again, that's Gary's favorite team. Yes, honey, the game gods. Cox. Game. Cox. Oh. <laughs> can't even say it right. Can't even say it right. We know what you mean. Oh. We know what you mean. I'm not a sports person. Go ahead, Rock Team. Because you like the game gods. Uh -huh. <laughs> Baltimore Raven quarterback Lamar Jackson is speaking out, man. He's saying that the, um, he requested a trade back in March, on March the 2nd, because the Ravens has not been interested in meeting his contract needs. He turned down an offer that would include $133 million guaranteed upon signing the contract and up to $200 million total guaranteed, which would rank him second among all quarterbacks. Only Deshaun Watson would have he a bigger be, guarantee. He must be really rich to turn down that kind of he money. He walked away or, from that. Or frustrated and mad, just, hey, I want to go somewhere else. That's what that sounds like. Yeah, because Deshaun Watson had got two hundred and thirty million guaranteed, he would be second with two hundred million guaranteed over oh, Russell Wilson, crazy. over all the other quarterbacks. And Probably. he said, "Nah, I'm good. You give me one million, I go out there and win the Super Bowl for you." <laughs> <laughs> there it is, man. It's my quick sports report. Gary, what's up, big dog? <laughs> all right, y'all. The prayer warriors are being solicited, Ricky, y'all, for Martha Reed. Y'all know Motown singer Martha Reed, honey, Martha. They're saying y'all that Martha Reed is calling on her fans to help her secure her star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. They say nearly two years after being selected. Now, back in 2021, they're saying that the Dancing in the Street singer was selected by the Hollywood Chamber of Commerce after getting nominated by a former manager. However, they're saying that the Walk of Fame plaque, it only cost $55,000, and they're saying Martha couldn't afford it. So they say costs for the plaque guy in the ceremony are often covered by the record label or some studios, but that wasn't the case for Martha. They say now her new manager, Chris Rowe, has launched a public campaign to raise funding, y'all, before the June deadline. They say Martha need that star. So if y'all got some yeah. extra change to give you think to Diana Ross will help her? Uh, yeah, Miss Ross a helper. Miss Ross got us started. Why she you laugh <laughs> like that, then? Why you laugh? <laughs> 
Y'all need to help Martha get a star here. She said, it ain't nothing but fifty five thousand dollars, honey. That's it. So give Martha, if y'all got some extra change, honey, give to the Martha Reeves star on the Walk of Fame fund. Could have sent three thousand dollars for that outfit. I know, honey. You, you they gonna auction that. this off. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> she wanted to get at the consignment store like me, baby. <laughs> All right, the color today, honey, is one of my favorite colors. My color today, y'all, is Tangelo. On the high end, you say Tangelo, and on the low end, say orange. This lady is wearing Tangelo. That is. That's the color of the day. Brad, what you got coming up in the hot spot? Coming up next in the hot spot, Jay-Z helped uh, Damson Idris get his green card. Uh-oh. Oh my goodness. Wait till I tell you what happened up next. It's the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. Hey. Hey. The hot spot. Drop it like it's hot. Drop it like it's hot. So hot and yeah. hot. Ooh, you can catch me at the hot spot. The All right, y'all broadcasting live from Greenville, South Carolina. Yes, but we got a live audience today. Uh, it, it is about that time, time for the hot spot. Well, what up, Brent? What up, Ricky? Good morning, everybody. How y'all doing out there? Y'all good? Yeah. All right, y'all, check this out. I'm your girl, Brent Tantan, and this is the hot spot, but we bring you music, movies, and more, so let's get off into it. Actor Damson Idris has revealed that Jay-Z helped him get his green card and was a reference for his application. He told Complex he always supported me. He supports everyone. He supports so many people that you don't even know. Like, genuinely, I should tell him everyone this right now. He added, if you ever run into Jay-Z, just say thank you and keep it moving because he's definitely a pioneer of the culture and of everything. And I've never told him this, but he's a huge idol of mine. So kudos to Jay-Z for getting somebody's green card. That's a big deal. Deal. Absolutely. When you can't, you know, get in this country and you need to get up in here. All right, y'all, moving <laughs> on. A judge issued a warning to Nipsey Hussle's killer, uh, Eric Holder, telling Holder that he'll have a hard time in prison for murdering Nipsey Hussle. And this is true. Uh, the judge said in court on Monday, once he gets to state prison, he's going to definitely be a target. There's a green light on him from all the gangs and all the people that love Nipsey Hussle. And so his life in prison is going to be hell for as long as it lasts. Now, ain't that something really? for a judge? As long as, say that, as long as it lasts. That means it ain't going to last long. Right. As Ooh. long as it lasts. Well, y'all, last month, Holder was sentenced to 60 years in prison. The breakdown of his time is 25 to life on the murder count, an additional 25 to life for sentencing enhancement since the gun was used, and 10 years for shooting two other men that day. Now, that's that's crazy. Yeah, I don't feel sorry so for him, shot though. two other people the same day? Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, like you can't just go around taking people's lives. Yeah, so he I don't ain't gonna make it past a year. He ain't gonna make it past six months. You don't get protection in jail. What? No. How? <laughs> <laughs> what you think prison is? Yeah, but I mean, you think you got security? Get, well, yeah, you're not there to be shot and beat up. What you there for? I mean, you may have done that, but I'm not there. You put me in jail because I did that, so I should be protected. But protected, the people there is mad at you too. What the prison guards are for? They don't care about you. <laughs> they ain't there for that. They don't care about you, Gary. Really? Yeah. They make twelve dollars an hour. They ain't finna die for you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now you go back. To, you go back to prison. They done heard. They listen to the morning show. I ain't going back. <laughs> <laughs> So you ain't going back? You I done. ain't going back. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. I am a law-abiding citizen. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Yeah, we going to wrap up the hot spot on that note. We're coming up next. We got Special K with the news you absolutely positively cannot use. It's the Ricky Smiley Morning Show. Yeah. Ricky Smiley Morning Show, baby. All right, y'all. It is about that time. Ricky Smiley Morning Show. Woo! That's right, y'all. 
everybody live from Greenville, South Carolina. We are so excited to be here. Uh, this is the Men of Color National Summit. So excited to be here. One, y'all give it up for the one and only comedian extraordinaire, Special K. And today's news, you can't use it, sponsored by the riddle of the day. The riddle of the day. What is the difference between a lemon cream pie and Gary with the tea? <laughs> What's the difference? One is sweet, fruity, and soft in the middle. The other one is a lemon cream pie. <laughs> you gonna let it get away with that? <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> Gary, I love you. I love you so much. I love you so much. All right, so uh, let's get into this hood versus ghetto. Some things are hood, and some of us grew up hood. Some of us grew up ghetto. Some of us grew up with a little bit of both. What's hood and what's ghetto? I'm going to break it down for you right now. It's hood for a woman to have five kids by five different dudes. It's ghetto when they're all boys and they're all named Junior. <laughs> Alex Jr., Terrence Jr., Bobby Jr., Larry Jr., Ronald Jr., but they all got different last names. It's hood to get married to a man and not take his last name because you don't feel like getting a new driver's license. It's ghetto to not take his last name because you used to be married to his brother and you already got his last name. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> it's hood when you stab somebody in a fight over a card game. It's ghetto when the card game you stab somebody over is Uno. <laughs> oh, wow. That's bad. That draw four is not that serious. Yeah. Yeah. You really had to take somebody like... Over a draw four. Draw four, dog. Get a draw four to do it. That draw four do get you depressed, yeah, though. <laughs> you be like, God, I was right there. you get ready to play the draw four and you get skipped. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Ladies, listen up. It's hood to get your now deceased baby daddy's name tatted on your chest. It's ghetto to get his name tatted on your chest when you the reason he got smoked. <laughs> you the reason he dead. <laughs> Oh, it's hood to spend $1,500 on a one-year-old birthday party. It's ghetto to spend $1,500 on a one-year-old birthday party, and you only make $300 a week. Dang. It's hood to get so drunk at somebody's wedding that you black out and got to be carried away. It's ghetto to get that drunk at somebody's wedding, and you the pastor that officiated the wedding. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> really, really real? <laughs> It's hood to cuss out a bank teller for making you show ID to cash a $40 check. It's ghetto to cuss out that bank teller when, the, when you're cashing that $40 check and you only got $30 in your account. <laughs> the audacity of you to have an attitude. It's hood when a man is 35 and finally reaches his life dream of getting a new Dodge Charger. It's ghetto when that new Dodge Charger is parked in his mama's driveway because that's where he lives. Right. Mm-mm. <laughs> It's hood when you go off at a customer service lady at the power company for not letting you make arrangements on your bill. Right. It's ghetto when the arrangements you're trying to make on the bill are on top of the arrangements that you already got. <laughs> She's your queen to be a vision of perfection, an object of affection Quint. to quench your royal fire <laughs> completely free. free from infection <laughs> to be used at your discretion yeah. waiting only yeah. for your direction 
A beautiful, beautiful day in the neighborhood. And here's what's happening in celebrity news, y'all. Jonathan Majors, y'all, they're saying that his career looked like it may be over. Now, I reported yesterday, y'all, that he was arrested, honey, after allegedly strangling his Caucasian girlfriend in a New York City taxi cab. Now, they're saying people claiming to know the actor from his days of studying at Yale acting school. They're claiming, y'all, that he's been an abusive psychopath for years, honey. Yes, they're saying, y'all, that one of his um, Yale colleagues who were also works in the acting world said that, um, you know, I'm good. He, he said this quote, I'm just going to say this about Jonathan Majors and be done with it. Folks at Yale and the broader NYC community have known him and known about him for years. He is a sociopath and, honey, an abuser, and that is how virtually everyone speaks about him. It's a shame, y'all, that it took this long to be reported, y'all. Now, they're saying yeah, that Jonathan allegedly abused some um, uh, women, um, people before, and they're saying these people are going to be coming forward in days to come. Now, according to MTO, they're saying that they were not able to corroborate um, anything about him with some people, but they're saying that the stories of abuse are sociopath about Jonathan may be real. It's amazing, y'all, how people are coming out talking about this guy. I mean, he seemed to be a good actor. But okay, you said the people supposed to be coming out or anybody else? They're saying more are going to come out. Some are already coming out saying how he was a sociopath and saying how he was abused. And they're saying that he just did not socialize with Africans in America. They say he didn't talk to black people at Hill. So that's great. Y'all Africans in America, y'all don't do right. Y'all uh -huh. don't do right. <laughs> well, I don't know what do right. Well, honey, they say he didn't talk to him, honey. So people saying that it's just, it's a very interesting story, though. But my thing is, it's easy how his career was just starting. Yeah. You know, getting up there, you know? And now, honey, how they're saying that it's about to be over with. So we so he's in about four different movies, right? Yep, four different movies. Ant-Man, uh, Creed, Creed mm -hmm. 3. And, and he's working else? on two more. Mm -hmm. wow. And now it's about to be over. So, yeah, we've got to keep not even it. found guilty yet. Yeah, he ain't found guilty yet, but I didn't say you're guilty until proven innocent. Should be the other way around. Might as well be. Yeah, so we're going to see how this all turn out, but it's a sad situation. All right, moving on <laughs> in other celebrity news, y'all. Chris Brown, y'all. Now, this is a stupid story. I want y'all guys to help me out with this. There's a guy, he went, he took his girlfriend to see Chris Brown perform in a concert because she loved Chris Brown. Well, they got to Chris Brown concert. Chris Brown happened to bring her on the stage, honey, and gave her a lap dance. The guy broke up with his girlfriend. Oh wow! Well, she shouldn't have went up there. Yeah, that's on the girl. Yeah, you on that? If you with your date, you can't let your girl go up there on the stage. Well, she went. It was he her birthday. Took her to the concert. Then. Thank you. There's <laughs> some rules, so we got to break down some rules to this then. No, he should. He should <laughs> so be. So you saying if your wife around dance on her, she gonna ride home by herself? She gonna get an Uber. Obviously, man. Y'all right, yeah. make some noise if you let your girl go up on stage and let Chris Brown do a lap dance for her. I said, uh, uh, no, I don't think so. They, they was like, they don't, they not with it, Gary. Uh -huh. Yeah. It, 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 it's no big deal. Are you taking a chance because Chris Brown can take the girl home? Yeah, but, but now, you really taking a chance. If he like her, if your girlfriend fine and Chris Brown like her, and, and she would give up a whole relationship for one night with Chris Brown because he ain't gonna want her no more after that night. Yeah, but it's a man's insecurity. I mean, you know, dog, where you taking her home with you? 
So my thing is, so why would you be worried because he did a lap dance? Hell, men go to the strip clubs all day and night and go home and ain't nobody saying nothing. They don't we be scared. A, we had a former colleague that was on the morning show, took his girlfriend out to see the barge. <laughs> That's it. And she didn't come back. That was a wrap. Uh-oh. <laughs> True story. <laughs> so, <laughs> She I never did. She, it wasn't even. It wasn't you. even Elder Bars. It was the drummer. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't even one of the singing the bars. No, he, yeah, it was the drummer. It yeah. was the ancillary help. I mean, we, I mean, he talked about hair crack. He talked yeah. about it on the air. Yeah. Yeah. She went home with the help. <laughs> so, but I just think it's sad though that somebody would do something crazy like that. My thing is hell. Okay, honey. Hey, it's a concert. It was her birthday. You took her to the concert, so let her go ahead and get her lap dance. So, men should stop being so insecure. Hell, if you know who you are, you know who you are. <laughs> Why your eyes get so big when you say that? <laughs> Period, not karma. All right, y'all. I'll be, I'll be like, go on up that damn with Chris Brown. Whatever. Exactly. Yeah, go on up there with Chris Brown. Yeah, so I mean, he can help us out with these bills. Okay, <laughs> it's no big deal. All right, the Kahlua today, I think one of my favorite Kahlua. My Kahlua today, y'all, is Tangelo. On the high end, you say Tangelo, and on the low end, you say beautiful orange. That's oh. your Kahlua for today. All right, y'all, give it up for Gary with the Z. Oh. All right, y'all, we can on the morning show. We are broadcasting live at the Clemson Men of Color National Summit in Greenville. Tara! Let's go ahead and start early. Good morning. Good morning. My name is Brenda. I want to say good morning to the Hughes, Glover, and Mathis family. Happy birthday. Highway Dreek. Woo! Wake up, wake up, wake up! Y'all go too long. Go. This is Dr. Carlos Grant. I want to shout out to my kids and staff at Wade Hampton High School, my brothers of bold leadership, and the ice cold brothers of A5A. Yo, wake up! Hey, this is Pharrell Thomas, the principal at Great Corner Owens School. Great Corner Owens, wake up, wake up, wake up! Jeanette Stenhouse Brown, a line 46 FedEx, Stenhouse family, and Delta Sigma. Come on, y'all, go, 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 go. Hi, my name is Cicely Kennedy from Clinton, South Carolina. I want to wake up my family, especially my children, Jeremiah and Jaden. Hi, go. my name is Yvonne Reed of Greenville, South Carolina, and I want to say happy birthday to my son. Travis Reader and my daughter-in-law, Sabrina, and my granddaughter. Oh my God, Mama, come on now. Good morning, my name is Crystal Arnold, teacher of the year at Ford Elementary School in Lawrence. And I want to say, wake up, wake up to my students. Hello, my name is Deborah Yurin from Greenville, South Carolina. I want to say, wake up to all my families and friends and all the cancer survivors. Woo! Yeah. Good morning, my name is Marco Jurgen, and I want to say, wake up Greenville. Yeah. Good morning. My name is Fred David, general manager of Hyundai Agri. I want to say wake up to all my employees, my son and brother in South Carolina. Yes. Good morning, Chandra Mansell from Greenville, South Carolina. Wake up to my family and friends and to my sisters of Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated. Right. Good morning. I'm Siobhan from Himaway. I want to say wake up to my husband and my two kids. Hi, my name is Gwen Walker from Seneca, South Carolina. I want to say wake up, wake up, wake up to my kids, Darren said to one well. Good morning. My name is Lakee Carter, and I would like to... A shout out to my husband, Claude, my children, Gerardi Ingram, and Beck Academy. Hello, my name is Jennifer Smith, and I'd like to do a shout out to my family and friends from Greenville, South Carolina. Oh, you're going to take that mask off to do a wake-up call. <laughs> then you're going to put the mask back on. Security! Security, get out of here. Just... <laughs> All right, y'all, more Rick and Smiley Morning Show. We got a special guest coming up, y'all.
Broadcasting live from Clemson at the, uh, at the Men of Color Conference. Man, our, guest, our next guest reaches over 60 million people weekly uh, with his hard-hitting but uplifting messages on social media. Uh, he's an author of The Greatest You, uh, race, uh, I'm talking about face reality, release negativity, and live your purpose. He's also a former NFL player. Please welcome to the show the one and only Trent Shelton. Trent Shelton in the building. Thanks for having me. Baylor University's own. Yes, sir. Sick yes. Bears. Yes, sir. Let's go. Hey, man, you have a huge following, and uh, you reach up to 60 million people weekly. So why is that it's so important for young men of color to hear? Yeah, I think um, just understanding the value of self-worth, I think so many times, you know, even me as an athlete, they put us in a, a football player entertainer. And I think seeing somebody that's in a different space for writing books, being a speaker, and letting them know that they can have worth despite these boxes that society tries to put them in. Because I think the root foundation of people uh, pressing all these things is not feeling like they're enough. And so I want to make sure that people know they're enough no matter what they have or what they don't have. Wow. Okay, well, as a former NFL uh, football player, uh, you know about hard. How do the lessons you've learned on the football field carry into your life and work? Yeah, it go hand in hand. It's mindset. Um, you know, whether it's college or NFL, you got to be elite. And it's not always your skill set because I tell people all the time, like, the higher you go, talent means talent. What separates people is their mindset, right? Not their skill set. And so for me, I want to be elite in everything that I do. And I want to teach kids that too. I mean, a lot of us, we talk about we're elite, but our life looks like average. We do average. We settle for less. And so football told me that you can't settle because if you settle, you're going to lead to suffering in your life. All day long, man. We're live at Clemson Inn of Color Summit in Greenville, South Carolina with motivational speaker Trent Shelton. Now, in your nonprofit uh, rehab time, you talk about relationship building a lot. This yeah. is big. Yeah. Why is relationship building uh, so amazing for people? It's, ev yeah, it's, it's everything. Relationships are the connection that will lead you to a further place in life. So, for example, even my high school coaches, my, my college people, people I made relationships with, I'm oftentimes brought out to do this or that because of those relationships that I built. So I like to say relationships can take you places that sometimes talent can't. So build those relationships. And you just never know, even to the kids listening to this, like what that high school teacher that you treated with respect could do for you later on down the line or that coach. So make sure you treat everybody the way you want to be treated. Can you, touch, can you touch on uh, burning bridges? Because yeah. sometimes <laughs> if somebody burn you and you want to you be mad and angry at that moment, but right. you never know when you got to come across that bridge again. So I'll say this, right? I believe, and this is just personally too with yourself, there's certain bridges that have to be burned because there's certain things your life cannot afford to go back to. But the problem that we have in this world is that we burn bridges for immature reasons just because somebody doesn't like you or has a difference of opinion. And you never know when you're gonna need that person again because the same people that you burn bridges on the way up, you're gonna come down to a point you never know where that, that person can hold positions that can open up doors for your life. Yeah, Absolutely. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, you know where you're being. But you don't know where you're going. Come on, now. sure. Yeah, man. Uh, so, um, uh, I guess I, I wanted to ask. Uh, uh, we are broadcasting live from the Clemson Men Men of Color Summit. Uh, you know, it's a great opportunity for the young men here today. So, what is your best advice to students who will be the first in their family to go to college? Oh man. Well, I, I think a lot of times there's a lot of pressure and. I think sometimes you can have fear in being the first and doing something or changing something. So I want to tell everybody out there, like, 
embrace fear. You know, fear could be a positive thing for your life. I always say fear is often a compass to show you where you need to go and what you want to do. And sometimes it takes that, all the time it takes that one person to show everybody else that it's possible. So me and my life making to the NFL or being a speaker, now my nephews or now, you know, even my, my siblings can now see that it's possible because oftentimes we think it's just for celebrities and people that we, that, that we can't touch. But when you're a person in your family that shows that it's possible, it makes it attainable for everybody else. Right. Let everybody know what high school you went to and uh, cause you just found you from a funky town, man. Go on, yeah. shout out your, uh, shout out your, you know, and you was a former listener of 97.9 The Beat. Absolutely. You, you grew up listening to us. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. So, uh, yeah, I'm on the southwest side of Fort Worth, uh, Hewlett area, but I went to North Crowley High School. So shout okay. out to North Crowley. Yeah. All right. North Crowley in the building. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> nah, man, we are, we are so happy to have you on, man. And for the, uh, the people that's listening to the morning show, let everybody know, and uh, all the parents uh, that listen to our show, because, you know, our demographic is 25, 54, so they got kids. So all the parents can download your information so they can have their kids watch your video. So let everybody know how you could be reached. For sure. Just all social media, just at Trent Shelton um, and TrentShelton.com. And so that's from TikTok all the way to Instagram and Facebook, at Trent Shelton. Say that again, from TikTok all the way to Facebook. Instagram, YouTube, all the sites. At Trent Shelton. So y'all make sure y'all check him out, man. Hey, change agent and motivational speaker, Trent Shelton, man. Thank you so much for joining the Ricky Smile the Morning Show. Make some noise, y'all. More Ricky Smile the Morning Show coming up. Where you at, Black Tony? Saturday night, Saturday night. I ain't gonna lie to you today, Sean. Uh-uh. Bruh, it's a real good chance, It's a real good but it just don't be the, the excuses. Nah, nah, just... I, I, I'm telling you the truth, shout It's a real good chance. I ain't, gonna I ain't be never seen day. nobody in my life, man, that called in, not come, and not come to work almost every day, Black Tony. Yeah, when when yeah, have yeah, you came to work? I mean, Shadi, thing be happening, Shadi. You focus on the wrong thing. You, you see, Shadi, you being negative again. I keep telling you, Shadi, get your attitude right. You be negative all the time. You don't get nobody. Bro, I gave you opportunity to work, man. All these people around here need jobs and stuff, and everybody getting laid off and stuff, and then you got a job and don't come to work. Yo, yo, it's all, see you, Shadi. Now you whining, Shadi. Stop whining. Oh, BBCC, stop whining, Shadi. Look. Let me tell you something. Look, BBCC, stop whining. I got some stuff on sale today, Shadi. I'm trying to, I'm trying to lick, uh, liquidate all my, all my assets. Trying to liquidate trying to, everything. Yeah, you. I'm trying to liquidate all my assets. Right. That was my, uh, that was my C, C, uh, my CAP told me to do. CPA. You say litigate what, what, all your what they got? What they got? What they got to do with you not coming to work, though? Um, I want you to put it on your website, on the Ruth Smiley Morning Show website. I'm selling everything off. The day. I'm starting today. I'm going to move up. I'm going to move to the island, show. I got a 98 Range Rover. It got a bad transmission, but I'm going to give you a good number on it. <laughs> I got an 02 Escalade 5 speed with new tires on it. Uh, wait a minute. A, a 5 speed? I ain't never seen an Escalade that was a stick shift. Maybe I you thought need all those buy it automatic. Then, you can have one. Maybe you need to buy it then, Shadi, so you can have it. I got seven rolls. What you let it go for? Uh, I work I work a good deal with you, Shadi. I know you're struggling right now because you ain't got no show. Look, I got 11 <laughs> bird scooters. I got 11 bird scooters. I know you're leaking right now, cuz. Look, I got 11 bird scooters. Bird scooters? Got, yeah, bird scooters that would be riding around downtown. I got 11 well, of them. Those not yours. Shadi, you, you the police now? Look, I got nine car seats. If you got a baby, need a car seat. They already been sprayed down with Lysol. I got nine car seats. I got fourteen wheelchair. It got it got the Bro, hospital name gonna on the back. What's somebody gonna do with a wheelchair? Uh, Black Tom. What people do with a wheelchair? Y'all ain't can't walk. You be in a wheelchair. Right, what you? Boy, All right, what else you got, man? I got fourteen wheelchair. 
I don't know where they came from, but I, I just went through the trap and cleaned out everything we got in there. I got 20 cases of grape jelly. <laughs> it's the Walmart brand. It's the great value. It ain't the uh, Western. So you got, why you got grape jelly? Like somebody was geeking. Because I guess somebody got some peanut butter and want to make some damn sandwiches. Why well, you had too many questions? So you scratching me out, man. I got to go. <laughs> <laughs> Black Talk, are, are you coming in? <sighs> boy, how I'm going to come in? I got to sell all this stuff, shouty. You ask the wrong question, boy. Is you going to move down to the island with me or not? No, Black Talk. You need to liquidate all your assets, too. <laughs> no, bro. You might you might not show up. You need to you need to liquidate all your assets. Sell your house, sell your boat, sell your car, sell all your stuff. Sell you all your Omega boots. My, what? My gold boot? Yeah, I got I got nine pair of them too. You want that? Omega Sapphire boot, the gold yeah. boot. Yeah, I got them, son. Got <laughs> ten and a half. <laughs> Life is full of things to manage. Your work your family, your plans, and your treatment. Consider Kesimpta, Ofatumumab 20 milligram injection. You can take it yourself from the comfort of home. If you're ready for something different, ask your healthcare provider about Kesimpta and check out the details at kesimpta.com. Brought to you by Novartis Pharmaceuticals Corporation. Isn't it amazing that we live in a world where you can get anything you need when you need it right to your door? With DoorDash, you can get pretty much anything. Just recently, I was a little bit under the weather and I needed to get some meds. But you know what? With DoorDash, I got my meds delivered. It was super easy because all I did was download the app and click on the items I needed. And you know how it is when you're sick. You can barely think straight. But the DoorDash app is so easy. And you know what else? They deliver just about anything you can imagine. Socks get wet in the rain. DoorDash some dry ones to wherever you are. You want to make an hour happy? Order some alcohol. Can't find your charger? Get another one quick. Don't want to do dishes? Order in something from restaurants near you. DoorDash, your door to more. Download the DoorDash app now to get almost anything delivered. Must be 21 or older to order alcohol. Drink responsibly. Alcohol, available only in select markets. Growing up in Birmingham, a city that was instrumental in the civil rights era, I learned early that having information is important to our community and getting that information from voices within our community is effective and powerful. From my early years in media, I always looked at radio legend Tom Joyner as a major influence in how to use media for entertainment and information. The next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. In the Black Stories, Black Truth collection, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. Every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. The other day, I was able to check out an episode on why the NFL has a diversity problem. And what really stood out to me is the disparity of blacks in leadership roles within the NFL where the majority of the players are black. We have a long way to go. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get podcasts. I wouldn't say God, I couldn't enjoy the Lord. We'll provide. I'm so glad. Hey, 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 the Lord. If your God don't let you enjoy him, you need to find my God. One, two, fuck my shoe. Three, four, shut the door. Five, six, pick up sticks. Seven, eight, big fat head. He will provide. I know the Lord. 
that on YouTube. I got <laughs> That's your church gear? Yes, baby. That's First Baptist. <laughs> Hold it. He's half man, half woman. It's Gary. I want to hip you to the teeth. It's Gary, baby. All right, y'all. Rick Brown in the morning. Greenville, South Carolina. Make some noise. All right, y'all, it's about that time. We got Gary got the tea and the color of the day. Gary. Good morning, Ricky. Good morning, men of color summit. Good morning, South Carolina. It's a beautiful day today. And here's what's happening in celebrity news, y'all. Alexis Ohanian, y'all, and Serena Williams' daughter, Olympia, y'all. She's five years old. It's being reported that she became the youngest co-owner in professional sports, y'all, when Ohanian became a lead investor, y'all, in the Angel City Football Club in 2020. Now, they're saying y'all that Olympia O'Hanan isn't fully aware of the role that she plays with the um, um, Angel City Football Club, a brand new national women's soccer league team in Los Angeles. Now they're saying, she, they spoke with People Magazine and they're saying Alexis O'Hanan, he's a lead investor in the team, y'all. He shared that his five-year-old daughter, y'all, with Serena Williams, doesn't actually understand her stake in the sport. Now they're saying Olympia memorably became, y'all, the youngest Co-owner in professional sports, y'all, when her parents ensured, y'all, that she had a stake, y'all, in the Los Angeles-based women's soccer team with O'Hamian becoming, y'all, the lead investor back in 2020. This girl don't even know she rich. That's good. She, I mean, she is filthy rich. She's the owner. And they say she's only five years old. Is that a good thing to do for a five-year-old? Get absolutely. Them, get them really? investing in something where they can make some money. Brad, what you think? I think absolutely. Why not get your five-year-old set? Well, do you think if her daddy was Leroy, and she would be set or is it Alexis? <laughs> Why it gotta be Leroy, man? Oh. Uh, <laughs> but anyway, congratulations. Why, why can't Leroy be wealthy also? Oh, well, yeah. Exactly. Oh, say good, but I'm just wondering because people well, saying Leroy that. Leroy wealthy, he go, he go. Never mind. Go ahead. <laughs> but that's a good thing. I wonder if Beyonce them did that with their daughter, honey, with Blue Lily, Blue Ivy. If she. Um, oh something. yes, absolutely. She oh, talked really? about it. Yeah. Really? Copyrighted a bunch of stuff. All kind of businesses in her name. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Because I know yeah. they... I mean, uh, trademark. Trademarked a bunch of stuff. Really? Because yeah. I know Adidas dropped them. And here, so, you, and here you are over here renting a house, barely getting them $900 a month for your tenant. <laughs> and and you still rent that apartment. Don't be sad if they're down. I'm going to get there one day because Jesus told me it's coming. So uh, he said it's coming, so I'm going to get there one day. Honey. But in the meantime, I'm renting. Moving on. Another celebrity news, y'all. Los Angeles Chargers defense, y'all. Lyman Sebastian Joseph Dale. You familiar with him, Rock? Team. Yes, sir. Oh, y'all, it's a sad day for y'all. Him, y'all, we're going to keep him lifted in prayer. He's claiming, y'all, that he was sexually assaulted by a TSA officers at an airport screening recently at the John Wayne Airport. He said, I really just got sexually assaulted by a TSA at John Wayne. He said, after I asked the gentleman to please stop, he said, because I'm uncomfortable and I feel that this part of the check is unnecessary, y'all. He said, after he felt what was needed, he said they didn't um, tell him. And he said, the guy told him. The people at TSA said, we're going to call the cops on you if you don't finish this here check. Let me tell you something. That, remember, that happened to me. It was ridiculous, Ricky. Yeah, they, sometimes they oh, be doing too much. It was too much. Yeah, I'm they like, pull you out of line. That's why you have to get TSA pre-check where you can keep your shoes on and walk on through there. You go down there, fill out the little application, and then get you clear, and then you don't have to go through all that kind of stuff unless it's random. I would have gone get the TSA Look, clear. Look, he's mad now. He be mad every time we go to the airport. <laughs> yeah. But well, Ricky, I was with Gary when that happened, and he looked like he was having fun. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wasn't. I was pissed Rick, off. Ricky, <laughs> Ricky. <laughs> 
He looked like he was having a good time. Having a good time. It was the person that was doing it, honey. It was ridiculous. <laughs> I was like, oh my God, that was ridiculous. I'm saying, do y'all have to do all that? With a smile on your face. But I was upset because I didn't know what to do. Right. And she just walked on by and left me there. I'm standing there. Right. I said, Maria. I was being a witness to make sure nothing happened to you, but you looked like you were enjoying yourself, so I just <laughs> let it happen. Were they tickling you? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, y'all, honey, moving on to another celebrity news, y'all. I mean, it's still a beef now. I, I, I haven't talked much about this story because Brad and I work with these people with Candy and Tamar, but they still going back and forth, honey. Tamar saying that. Okay, Tamar what's going on now? All this stuff started when uh, Candy came out with the show on Bravo with yeah. uh, SWV and uh, Escape. Escape. So now it's like everything is going on. Now, what's going uh, on with Tamar? Well, she said, what she said? <laughs> Brett, Brett, you ain't in it, Brett. Brett, you on, don't you worry Tamar every day on Dish Nation? Yes, we do. Well, what happened? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she hadn't come out and just told I can't afford yet. to get thrown into it because you know I don't, you know. <laughs> just say your name is Wes. Uh, yeah. And you ain't but it, it's an interesting yeah. situation. Well, what is Tamar saying? She still hadn't come out and told us exactly what happened, but it was just, she said that it was an attack. Oh, what have you with Todd Somebody. and Candy and, and, and oh, Todd said something to her that, that uh, threatened her, kind of. She said, and yeah, they said it didn't happen. She said it did. It's going back and forth. They won't let it out. It just keep going on and on. Oh, and meanwhile, and Candy already got the stuff going on with Escape too. Yeah. Right. And then I'm friends with everybody, so I just try to I just try to stay out of it. Right. Because mm -hmm. then I want to get mad at nobody. Because my temper not that good. My anger management had done wore off. <laughs> <laughs> so I just try to mind my business. Right. And mm -hmm. do the morning show and Dish Nation and just and take, just go home and take a nap. Yeah. And take a nap. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Lord. Right. 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 But we gonna keep everybody listening in prayer, y'all. So y'all just stay. But you don't keep me enjoying some of it, though. <laughs> no. Yo, the job. Yes, Lord. All right, the Kahlua today is one of my favorite Kahlua's. My Kahlua today, y'all, is Tangelo. On the high end, you say Tangelo, and on the low end, you say Beautiful Orange. That's your Kahlua for today. Y'all, give it up for Gary with the Z. Yay! All right, y'all, bring some out of the water. Y'all make some noise. Yeah. Man, we are broadcasting live, man. Greenville, South Carolina. We are so excited to be here, man. We got all the all the young men here, uh, people all over the country, man. Y'all give it a, all the young men in here, all high school students, make some noise. Middle school, <laughs> college. They up in here chilling. Y'all look young. I thought they was high school students. Y'all look like baby. Y'all college students? What? God, they ain't got no mustache. They ain't got no. <laughs> COVID babies, there. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Man, uh, we are so excited, man. My next guest is an author, businessman, investor, and television personality. Uh, he's best known as the founder of FUBU, and he is our favorite uh, investor on the hit TV, TV series, Shark Tank. Yes. Yes, sir. Y'all welcome to the Rick's Around the Morning Show, Damon John. The man. Ooh, what up? What's up? Man, we happy to have you this morning, man. You are an uh, entrepreneur, man, in every sense of the word. And you always, you know, um, 
Uh, damn, what am I saying? You always, uh, damn, I can't even get the question. <laughs> I had a brain. I had a brain. <laughs> Shut up, Gary. <laughs> Shut up, Gary. Man, we're super we, excited because we, yeah. we got you uh, here, big dog. Yeah, man. yeah. Thank yeah, you, you help you. us make some money. No, we are so happy to have you, man. Let everybody know uh, some of the young people uh, that might not be familiar with you in the FUBU brand and how you yeah. got started and and what you're doing now. You know, it's, it's really a funny story. So, you know, before, before, it wasn't like today. You, you know, back, back in when hip-hop was really... Just really getting its legs. People weren't. There you go. I got it. There you go. People weren't really supporting, you know, uh, the hip hop culture. And I gotta tell you, it's a full circle moment because I couldn't get anybody wear my stuff, right? But you know, we had a guy named Ralph McDaniel's amazing guy. He started to throw something called the Teddy Riley Festival in Virginia. This is 1992 and 1994. Yeah. I remember going down and I and Ralph let me on stage and then. This woman came out and said, baptized in the funk, and stood right in front of me. <laughs> and I remember that moment going, I need to be in this industry one way or another, and I can't rap, sing, or dance, so I'm going to dress everybody. It was that moment that I sort of stand right there wow. and do that. And, um, and, and it took me about eight years after that to still get known. So I started Poop in 89 and failed three times until 92. Saw that and said, I got to keep going. And then, and, you know, Poop ended up doing about $400 million a year every year for a couple of years. And then we acquired the brands Kooji and Etonic. And then I got picked up for a show called Shark Tech. I've been on that 15 years. And, and it's been an honor and a blessing, man. Well, we've been a big supporter because we wore your stuff to the skating rink every Sunday. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Every Sunday. Oh, yeah. Did oh, we yeah. not? That's all we wore. Come that's on, that's right. it. We didn't care about nothing else but FUBU. Right. That's, that's right. it. That's it. Well, not only have you built your own global lifestyle brand, FUBU, but you also help others become entrepreneurs. Now, why is it important for business leaders to help others, particularly young people, achieve success? Well, you know, um, being an entrepreneur, entrepreneurial thinking, so every, every young man here, and especially every young man and woman, it's entrepreneurial thinking, right? It's coming into them, and whether you are the entrepreneur yourself or you're thinking like an entrepreneur. And it's important because entrepreneurship is problem solving, right? Yeah, I mean, everyone, if you're an entrepreneur, of course, Ricky, everybody here is an entrepreneur. You had the door slammed a million times in your face, and you say, you know what? I'm going to figure it out and do it another way. And it's just entrepreneurial thinking. It came up in a system where there was an entrepreneurial thinking because, you know, at that time, we were in the industrial age and we were building ships and things of that nature and we were being taught how to be great employees. Now these young men and women here, they're gonna create their own businesses and even if they're in a business, there's various ways to become the CEO of that business because business is no longer like it was, like big corporations. Everybody here can be a business person. Now, Damon, you just came out with a children's book this month, Little right. Damon, Learn to Earn, now about financial literacy. So now, why is it important for you, oh, there you go, there why it is it important for you that young people, especially <laughs> young people of color, learn financial literacy? Yes. Well, because we're not taught that in the earlier ages of school, right? No. Um, so what happens is, uh, you know, most of us grow up in debt. So if we're not taught financial literacy, and then we get to the stage where these young men and women are much smarter than I am, because I, 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 I my only accomplishment in school was I liked it so much I did the seventh grade twice, right? Right. Uh, uh, Join the club. So, so yeah, they have a great home. They're smarter than me because I was a dude, because of the tours, I was like, right. yo, I'm too smart to go to school. You know what I'm saying? Right. I'm too hip to go to school, right? right. But why is financial literacy? Because, uh, because we're not taught that we're now in a country of debt. 
Nobody's taught it. So even when I made that money, I, only, I almost went bankrupt twice when I was poor and once when I had $10 million in the bank. Now, if you look at lot of winners and athletes, 65% of them are bankrupt three years after winning the lotto or uh, leaving the league. It's because we're not taught it. And there's no big scam going on. Honestly, again, we were taught something, we were taught to be different type of people when we were growing up and now we're in the information age. So every one of these young men and women, they have, you know, they have a sufficient amount probably of student loans they have to pay off and various other things. And they, if they don't know how to use that money, well, then what happened when they bring in the money? They're gonna still be in debt. And people say, well, oh, you gotta teach them now when they get to school and finance. No, when do you teach your kid how to be an athlete? at five and six and seven. When you teach them music, five, six and seven. So you start to get them to absorb the information a different way. Us, us adults, we're already jaded. That's right. You know? That, man, that, that, that Oh, by the way, the book hit, by the way, it hit number one for the first two days. It was number one in Amazon. That means it was one of the top books in the world. That's that, means, that means That means that right now, Ricky, I can go to Golden Corral. I can open it up right now, and I get all I, I, I get all buffets for free. I can cross the, the what? I, I can cross the street whenever I want. Uh, green, yellow, whatever. I, you know it. it, it <laughs> right. It's the number one book in the world. I mean, yeah. that means America has voted and said we need. There is no other book like this known in right. the school in the schools at all. Zero. Right. And you you had a really important point. Um, they make all this other stuff a requirement in third, fourth, and fifth grade, and not financial literacy. Our That's teachers, so I have a, I have two hundred teachers that advise me on this book. They said we don't have financial intelligence, and I'm not taking. I think the most underappreciated, two under, underappreciated commodities in this country: teachers and veterans. And our teachers know they know how to teach you everything about science, history, math, but they don't know what good debt is and bad debt is. And you know, and the only reason I created this book is because my I have a five-year-old, six-year-old girl. She's six years old now. I would say to myself, how many princess and pony books am I going to read her? How many times am I going to tell her there's going to be a prince that's going to come and wait for you? You're going to have to have a glass slipper or, or going right. to slay a dragon. You better not live with no seven dwarfs. Now, how, how many times am I going to tell her that? Or am I going to teach her how to create and sell her own glass slipper so the prince come into the glass slipper, slipper uh, you know, building and go, man, who owned this? I need to meet her. Right. right. Same with our little boys. Right. You know, am I going to keep telling them that he, my little godson that he got to shoot uh, webs out of the wrist or fly? He loves the Avengers. So I said, you know, just like in the book, forget the Avengers coming together to, to fight some superpower called Thanos. Come together with your friends and start a little business. You see, anything that you, uh, you sell or anything you buy, you can sell. Anything you do for free, you can get paid for. Right? And that's exactly what it is. You know when we used to play in the streets and somebody you take their football home and the game's over? Mm -hmm. Right? Well, in Little Damon Lewis Earn, it shows how everybody come play in the streets and they all get to make get their own football right. at the end of the day and they all get to play and do what they love. So that's really what it is for the parents and kids to connect and start to understand this. And unlike these big books, where I, I have five top-selling New York top-selling books, but every time you read one, you know it's okay. This a kid. Right. Kid wants you to read it every other day to them, and then what happens is unlike when you know, like listen, when your kid's lying to you, you go, "Remember the boy who cried." Well, when a kid wants something, you go, "What did little, right. what did little Damon's crew do to get that?" Right, right. right. Hey, Damon, real fast, you you mentioned bad debt and good debt, right. and we always taught right what bad debt is. Hundred percent. Stay away from this. Don't do this. Don't right. get in debt. Yeah. Can you give one small example of what good debt is? 
Good debt is when you buy a house. Right? Good debt is buying an Airbnb. So, so here's what it is. Good debt is when somebody else pays your debt, right? You buy a house, right? It costs $1,000 a mortgage. You, you, you rent it out for $1,500. Somebody is paying your debt. Bad debt is something you keep paying. You know, they say something about interest. If you know about interest, you'll earn it. If you don't know, you will pay it. Right? So good debt and bad debt is, is all. People get intimidated about investing. Mm. Investing is not really hard. If you have automatic deduction of $100 go from your check every single month from 18 to 65, that will equate to $1.5 million. Right? Wow. If you would have just, you, we all know, here's what I do. I invest in public companies that if they go away, it's going to affect my life. Mm -hmm. If Apple went away, it'll affect my life. If I had to start rushing back to the mall because Amazon went away, it would affect my life. And as much as we talk about Mark Zuckerberg, if he decided to cut that thing off and all our pictures were going on Instagram and Facebook, it would affect my life. Right. Right? So if you put an apple right now, if you bought an apple right now, you would make 30% on your money if it went back to just where it was. If you put in the bank, you would only make 5%. Orange, some noise! Yeah. All right, y'all, ladies and gentlemen, we're broadcasting live from Greenville, South Carolina. It is so packed in here, you can't even get in the door. How y'all feeling out there this morning? All right. Yeah, so Damon John is here, and we are so excited to have this conversation with you. So many things that are admirable about you, not just the fact that you've made tons of money, but your resilience, your tenacity. Um, are very commendable. Uh, my Thank question you. for you is, you talked about starting FUBU in 89 and not really taking off till 92. Um, and I think a lot of the young men here would like to know, you know, how do you determine when to keep going and when something is just not the right thing and it's time to let it go? I mean, I think that's an excellent question. You know, most of the time we see on um, TV and all this stuff on, on social media, Everybody's telling you go hard, but the mo what real entrepreneurs and successful people do is they take affordable steps. I worked in Red Lobster for five years while I did FUBU, right? Um, and so it's really about taking affordable steps, and they have to educate. They've already done that. They're starting to educate themselves, but it's really so. So resilience is this: when you, money often highlights your weaknesses. A lot of people don't realize that small businesses usually fail because of overfunding. They take a $100,000 loan when they didn't need that. They go and get build a $20,000 website instead of $1,000 Facebook page. So it doesn't, money doesn't make it, it any better. So if you have an advertising campaign that is, you know, online is converting really low, buying more of that campaign is not gonna give you anything better. If you have, if you decide to have, uh, you know, more clothes, more inventory, well, if it's whack and people are sending it back, well, now you got more stuff in your garage. Right, so what you gotta do is you gotta just sell a little, you know, don't don't take a seven year lease on the store, open a kiosk for a weekend. You know, and when you start figuring these things out, that's how you start to grow, right? You don't go to Vegas and play blackjack a thousand dollars a hand, you never played it. You go to Vegas and play a thousand one dollar hands and take affordable steps. That's the best way to do it. Hold that thought right there, y'all more Damon John coming up, bring some out of the morning show. Whoop, whoop. All right, y'all, Ricky's around the morning show. Everybody make some noise! Oh, there we go. Broadcasting live from Greenville, South Carolina, man. Look at all, all these young men. And I, I want to give a big shout-out to um, all of the men in here that's mentoring these young men. Uh, this is our second year coming here broadcasting live. We are so excited. We told y'all last year that we was coming back. Anything that support our kids and our young men, we are happy to be here. There's nothing uh, yes, but sir. us. 
us to be here. So uh, we're, we're so excited. Uh, uh, Damon, Damon John, we, we thank Damon John for coming from Shark Tank, man. Went from just being a fan of hip hop, working at Red Lobster, now yeah. you're sitting on Shark Tank. Man, and everybody need to know how to get your book and how can they follow you on social media. Yeah, follow me at, um, uh, the book is called Little Damon Learns to Earn. I'm on, uh, you know, all social media platforms, The Shark Damon. Uh, I want to shout out you, all y'all are doing, and all the young men in, in, in the room and in the world. You know, I got to tell you something very sad. I am the only African-American man on television, on network, that didn't come from music, sports, or uh, politics. And it shouldn't be like that. There's millions of us out there. We need more of these young men and, and yeah. women for people to be able to see. Um, and, you know, thank you for having me. And you didn't ask me about the hat. I, you know, I don't know yeah, what's up with the hat, man? Uh, well, if, if, for those who can't see, I'm wearing a big Monopoly hat. The reason why is our children cannot relate to me and my $10,000 Tom Ford suits on, on TV. But, you know, the average kid today is not getting out of their parents' house until they're 35. So these little mm -hmm. kids come up to me and say, are you going to teach me magic? Yeah, I'm going to show you how to disappear out of your parents' house at 21. I'm going to show you how to yeah. make $1 into $3. Come you on. Know, so, so I'm a magician. And don't play yourself if you don't like my hat. You love Willy Wonka, <laughs> <laughs> you, know, you know what I'm saying? I got a top hat on. How many people y'all seen in the top hat today? Come in, on, in the house. Mr. Monopoly. That's swag, man. <laughs> Everybody, all of, uh, you definitely uh, need to be at every, every single high school and college being a motivational speaker because it, 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 I have, it, it, I'm, I'm, you motivated me sitting up here and I'm sure you motivating people that's listening and I want every parent out here to make sure you order that book for your kids so they can be financial and we're talking about breaking generational curse that's right breaking the generational that's curse right. and this, uh, is, this is our time this is our time you know african-americans you know we communicate we 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 are the most ins uh, you know we inspire the world because we come from nothing and we use our energy and our talent to right to, and, and the world loves us right and this is our time with the digital age to inspire everybody and you know what making the money for your family to be able to fulfill your dreams. You yes, know? sir. Man, we are so happy to have you, man. Y'all make sure that you all get that book for your kids. We teach them, like he said, we teach them music. Music and sports. We, we teach them at five sports. years old. We don't show them how to play sports at 18 and 20. Why are we showing them how to do finance? Because you should teach them music and sports, but finance is the only thing you're going to have to do for the rest of your life. I'm going to read the children's book. Gary is going <laughs> to. Yes, I, I really I am. Hey, <laughs> Gary. Gary Gary with the T really need to read the children book because he don't save any money. He goes to the mall, spend all his money on clothes. He probably spent about a well, couple of grand on this. On Thank this, you, uh, but I helped the economy. Yeah, uh, you sure <laughs> <gonna> do. <laughs> you heard what he said? He said he helping the economy. I mean, I'm probably eating off him still. You know? yeah. Hey, Ricky, I have a quick question for Damon. Since you we know, have all of the young men here, you talk a lot about entrepreneurship. Uh, give us a quick one, two, three that you look for in terms of making an investment. If someone is looking for an investor, they're trying to start a business, they need some money, they need some help getting started. What are those three things they're looking, you're looking they for? They did their own homework on whether they went to school or whatever the case is. They know who their customer is. They sold one product, two products, five products. Because if you don't know who your customer is, and I don't know who it is, well, you're taking my money for tuition, right? So they need to know who their customer is, and they're solving a problem. Every entrepreneur that has come up with great ideas have solved a problem. It doesn't have to be complicated. The number one brand on Shark Tank history is called Bomba Socks. They're going to do a billion dollars this year. There it is. Y'all give it up and share your love right now for the one and only Damon John. Damon John. All right, y'all reach around the morning show. Everybody make some noise. 
Yes, man, we are broadcasting live from Greenville, South Carolina. I am so excited to be here, man. And uh, we got a special guest here, the president of Clemson University, Dr. James P. Clements. Thank you, sir. Yes, and uh, and also, also uh, the vice president and P8 program manager of mobility and surveillance, uh, defense, space, and security for Bo the Boeing Company. That's right. Yeah. It's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot, right? Yeah, y'all give it up for Philip June. Yeah. So I'm, I'm so excited to have y'all both of my next guests. They are committed to diversity. You know, when it comes to young men of color, our Dr. James P. Clemens is now in his 10th year at Clemson and is one of the longest serving, serving public university presidents in the country. So yes. that, that's, that's excellent. So how, how has it been? Uh, it's, it's been awesome. It's been right. awesome. Let me just start by thanking you for being here. You said you would come back. You yes. did come back. I'm honored to be in your show, yes. and I'm honored that you are here in Greenville, South Carolina. You always were. We, thank y'all. Well, we come back because y'all made us always make us feel at home and make us feel uh, welcome. So we are happy to be here. And I love that? the energy. I love the energy oh, in yeah. this room. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and we love the incredible things that you've done for the university, Thank Dr. You. Clements. Uh, let's talk about it. Uh, Clemson has reached an all-time high in admissions, enrollment, research funding, retention rates, graduation rates, fundraising, diversity, athletics, and many others. Can we clap it up for that? Oh, my gosh. And, and Philip June, you've done some great things as well. Vice President and P8 Program Manager of Mobility and Surveillance, Defense, Space, and Security for the Boeing Company. We talked about all of those great things you're doing as well. So we really appreciate you being here. Absolutely. Well, yes. so let's break that down just a little bit. Yep. Right. So <laughs> I run an airplane program that actually hunts submarines for the United States Navy and other allied partners. Wow. So it's, it's a bit complex, but I'm happy to be here, happy to represent the Boeing Company. Oh, wow. I just want to go to a simulator one time. We got you. Come to Seattle. Yeah, you. I just want to fly a 737 because I believe I can land it with no problem. We're going to have to see about that, but happy to get you out here. Yes, sir. And by the way, Boeing is a big partner of ours, and we're thrilled that they are sponsoring this event. Would you please help me thank Boeing for their sponsorship? Yes. And, and thought about that as a presenting spon sponsor of the Clemson University Men of Color National Summit, Boeing has publicly endorsed the work there, building bridges and helping to ensure universities and corporations are working together to ensure the workforce is ready for the global economy. So why is a diverse workforce important for Boeing? Well, look, equity, diversity, and inclusion is a core value for the Boeing company. Now, it's just not about that value even though it's enough by itself. It's also part of our strategic business imperative. We know that more diverse teams get answers faster. We got some hard problems to solve as I just described and we need the best minds with the best mix to get the best outcome. I, I stole this from him yesterday because I thought it was great. Best mix of the best minds gives you the best outcome. That's right and that sounds like better business to me. So there's probably some folks out there that think that this is theoretical, that diversity and inclusion doesn't necessarily produce better business results. The results are in, you gotta go check the data. It's absolutely true. And the Boeing company is more diverse now than it's ever been. Uh, more work to do. And that's why we're here uh, supporting uh, this incredible summit. We've got uh, a scholarship we're gonna give away today. That's uh, exciting. To, That's it exciting. is exciting, I'm looking forward to it. We're gonna fully fund 
a four-year ride for a black or Hispanic male. Yeah. Right? Y'all make some noise for that. Fantastic. We support other organizations like Call Me Mister. We support organizations across the nation like STEM NOLA. Uh, so we're grateful to be here. We've publicly said that we're going to increase black representation in our company by 20% uh, by 2025 and fill, close other gaps uh, for underrepresented groups. And so fully committed to that. We've contributed over $650,000 uh, so the last what, couple what, of years. What we're going to do on behalf of the, uh, this, on behalf of the Rick Smiley Morning Show, so whatever student get that, yeah. that uh, scholarship, we're going to donate $1,000 towards the scholarship just so we can have extra money because with the scholarship, you're going to need some uh, That's right. Chick-fil-A, hey. some Burger King. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Books, Fantastic. socks, underwear, hats. Toothpaste, toothbrushes, expenses that come with the scholarship. Thanks for doing that, so we're gonna man. make right. sure. Absolutely, we're we gonna make sure we get that to you immediately. Thank you. All that good Great stuff. Fantastic. Again, we're live from the Clemson University Men of Color Summit in Greenville, South Carolina, and we're speaking with the president of Clemson University, Dr. James P. Clements, and the presenting sponsor, Vice President and P8 Program Manager at Boeing, Philip June. Now, my question for you, Jim, is: the students uh, brought here around from around the state and the country aspire to go to college and ultimately will go on to pursue a career of their choice. How do you leverage these relationships with employers to create opportunities for these students? Well, I appreciate that question. It's all about the students. And hey, look, I was a first generation college student. My parents never set foot on a college campus. My grandparents didn't graduate from high school. So it's all about making a difference in people's lives. We can't do it with, without great industry partners. Boeing has stepped up big, BMW, Michelin, Lockheed, Martin. But the more we can expose our students to those companies, the more successful they're gonna be. So it is easy to create a win-win situation, but you have to have partners who are willing to invest with you to do it. Awesome. Love that. Love that. And we're live here, of course, in Greenville, South Carolina, but we have a national audience. So my question is for you, Philip, because I'm sure uh, a lot of parents who have students that are preparing for college might want to know an answer to this as well. And you've led teams and worked cross-culturally in the U.S. and throughout the world. How can students prepare for this kind of global environment? Well, look, first and foremost, I think it's really important to think about and consider others, right? Because that empathy, understanding where they come from helps you make that personal connection. Now, there's always something to be learned from another person, and that's part of the inclusive piece that we talk about. It's not just enough to have a diverse group of friends, a diverse group of you know, students that you work with. You've also gotta be curious about how they think, how they solve problems, and that's gonna help get you ready for what really is going to be a really competitive global economy. And uh, President Jim, why do you think it's important for schools to prioritize being inclusive and how does Clemson help its students succeed on campus and how can folks you know all over the country find out more about the Men of Color Summit? Well I appreciate you again being here. Um, the Men of Color Summit I'm so excited about. I mean you see the energy here. We've got a great list of speakers but for me education was the key to a better life and my parents always said Ricky not just for an individual but for society as a whole so we've got a whole set of programs Call Me Mr. Program which is a great program emerging scholars. We've been awarded the uh, HE uh, higher Education Excellence and Diversity Award, six years in a row, diversity champion, five years in a row. So we have a lot of great things going on. I'd like to invite people to come and be a part of this and our other initiatives. Man, uh, we are so, so uh, and, and let everybody know one more time, give everybody uh, both of your social media handles. 
so they can follow you on uh, or about the you know about the program. Um, Look, I. I'm at work all the time, so I'm not a, a big social media guy, but you can right. find me on LinkedIn for sure. Philip June, June, last name like the month. And you can get me on Twitter, Instagram, at Clemson Prez, P-R-E-Z. All right, man. Hey, man, thank, right. th thank y'all so much, and thank y'all for having us. Thank you for your hospitality. We are, are proud and honored to be here. Uh, and, and, you know, whatever, you know, these young men that's here benefiting, from all of this stuff, man, and uh, uh, y'all having a good time, y'all, man. Everybody make some noise. Y'all having the ball? All right, y'all. Thank y'all so much for joining us on the Rick Smiley Morning Show, and thank y'all for having us again. Our president of Clemson University, Dr. James P. Clements, and vice president and P8 program manager at Boeing, Philip June. Make some noise, ladies and gentlemen. Thank More you. Rick Smiley Morning Show coming thank up. All right, y'all, we're Rockheads and Live! One time! From Clemson University at Greenville's in Greenville, South Carolina. We are so happy to be here. Got your front page right here, Maria Moore. Good morning. Good morning, Ricky. Good morning, RSMS family. Good morning, Greenville, South Carolina. Here's your Tuesday headlines. A shooting at a Tennessee private elementary school left three students and three adults dead on Monday. Police say officers engaged with and killed the shooter who was carrying two assault-type rifles and a handgun. The shooter was later identified by police as a 28-year-old woman named Audrey Hale, who law enforcement said may have attended the school. A detailed manifesto of the attack was left behind, according to the Nashville Metropolitan Police. In other news, Disney said the company will begin laying off staff starting this week, the first of three rounds of expected cuts following an announcement in February that the company would eliminate 7,000 jobs. Disney had about 220,000 workers as of October 1st. About 166,000 were employed in the United States. A cut of 7,000 jobs represents about 3% of Disney's global workforce. Lastly, Ricky, and in lighter news, two New Orleans high school students claim to have solved a 2,000-year-old puzzle in mathematics, which scientists say should be submitted to peer review. Kalicia Johnson and Nakia Jackson from St. Mary's Academy presented their findings to a meeting of the American Mathematics Society, in which they explained they were able to prove Pythagoras' theorem using trigonometry. Wait, 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 excuse, 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 stop, stop yeah. it, stop it. <laughs> that stop word, no. Yeah, stop the music. Explain what now? Pythagoras' theorem. No, hold on, what is that? <laughs> I don't know, but these two young ladies knew. No. Okay, Maria, hold on, hold on, slow down, slow and down. And they happen to be young black girls, so can we give it up for that? Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> Gary, can somebody uh, Google Pythagoras? You know, you read all them books in, in prison. Like, what, I don't what, know what how to spell that? Pythagoras. I oh, can't look okay. it up. What, what, is, what is that? It sounds like a dinosaur. Is that, is, does that have something it's to do what? It's we what? We have educators say? in here. Ma'am, 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 step oh. up. No, no, we, let me tell you something. Black, but when we get stuck on a word, we need to know what it is, because we don't know what she's talking about. Ma'am, break it down. A squared plus B squared equals C squared. It's a triangle. Oh, it's the, oh, come here, come here, come here. No, 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 no. Pythagorean come here. theorem. What yep. you say? Who said that? No, we're going to talk about this. I don't give a okay. damn about the news. <laughs> Yeah. We need to understand this, Sarah. Break, break this. Your math. Break, break it down for us, please. It's just the Pythagorean theorem. That's what. Well, what is theorem? What is? Wait a minute. What? Ma'am, 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 ma'am. Fifth grade. I can't teach adults right here. Right uh oh. Now. Oh. I can't, I can't. Uh oh. 
elementary. I'm elementary. That's it. So, so, so what did she just break down again now? A squared plus B squared equals C squared. I don't okay, know what that so, means. Ricky, basically that's the area of a triangle. So if you take one side, which is A squared plus B squared, you square, you square the length of each um, of two of the sides of the triangle, and that's going to give you the area of the triangle. And that's, that's the most Well, you know. That's that triangle education. Everybody, be quiet. Shout out to the light skin. Hold on, hold on. Oh, matter of fact, no, 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 no. I got it wrong. A squared plus B squared equals C squared. That's going to give you the length of the third um, side of the triangle. So you was, John Lyon, you was real good in math. Yeah, I've done um, calculus, um, one, two, three, um, differential equations, um, statics, dynamics. Um, so I started out at Savannah State, then I transferred to Georgia Tech. I was a civil engineering um, student, so I'm a lot, I'm a lot smarter than I look, you know? You know yeah, <laughs> engineer. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Yeah. Hold on. Tell this is a whole conversation. We ain't doing nothing else. Because <laughs> right. we need to, first of all, she started out with, what was the word? It's the Pythagoras theorem. So it's a 2,000-year-old puzzle in mathematics, and they, they solved it using trigonometry. Wait a minute, so they just figured out what he said, and it took them 2,000 years. <laughs> He just explained it in three minutes. No, he's explaining the concept of it, and I believe we actually learned this in, in elementary school. I needed a refresher. Maria, Maria, I Maria. turned 45 yesterday, so things Maria. are kind of foggy for me. Maria, you, Maria, stop. <laughs> Hold on. You didn't have to say that. Yeah. You did not have to say that. I mean. Okay, because we don't know. Okay, yeah, you learned it. What public school system you came out well, of? We did learn it in elementary school, <laughs> no? I didn't learn that. Oh. Hey, Rick. We didn't either. I, so, so I was on. living on the West Coast back then. I don't even know what a Pythagamy. Yeah. Hold on, man. You what, Brad? A Pythagamy. What they say? I don't, I don't <laughs> know. A Pythagorean. We had a song. A, a squared plus B no, squared no, no, equals no, no, C no, no. squared. Okay, yeah, we had a song. Uh -uh. And Gary, uh -uh. Gary, you finna say what? <laughs> you nah, honey, hell, I didn't get past FOM. So <laughs> what, what is that? <laughs> Fundamental of mathematics. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, Gary. <laughs> now, y'all lying one more time. Break that down just for the people that's in the car that just woke up. Yeah, so basically, um, if you, you know, three sides of a triangle, right? You take the square of two sides, right? And then you add it together and you take the square root of it, and that's going to give you the third side of the triangle. That's um, Pythagoras' theorem. Why don't you so, put a ruler on it? And so they, so they solved the problem, and they had to, they had to report the they math did, problem. They did, yes, and they reported the findings. this was a 2,000-year-old yeah. math problem? It's 2,000 years and, and old, so, yes. We just sat up here and, and did a whole radio That's that break. black girl magic. Can we give it up for black girl magic, though? Yeah, baby. I don't know. Do we have time for the hot spot? Because this, this just confuses us. This, this is good, but we, we, we needed to know the terminology. Yeah, so yeah. now we need to break it up and talk about something regular. So let's do the... But let's be the, clear, yeah. honey. We are radio personalities, not mathematicians. Or, oh, thank you, or teachers. Okay, Garrett, because both of us, I was in fundamentals of math. Like we were both in now, let me tell you what that is. That's special ed math. Yes, it so is. Look, it's a fancy so look, way of saying it. Hold on, listen. So what that is, that, like, we took, Gary and I, we took regular classes. I have a degree in English. Right? I understand English and anything with reading comprehension. I got you. Mm. But buddy, when it comes to that math, <laughs> we had to go to fundamentals of math class. Yes, Jesus. Uh, I, 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 don't, I don't think I made it past basic algebra. Brett, you too, uh, right? Basic I, algebra? No, I made it past. You made it past what? I did. Talking to Mike, you made it past what? I, 
I, I made it past basic algebra. To what? Uh, ge- geometry. You never told us that. I you didn't tell us that. We don't talk about we it. We did talk about it in the studio. You said that you say all of us agree that we nobody went past no, basic I, algebra. I, I didn't do the special ed math. Oh well, we okay. did. But hold on, let me let me let me let me just clear something up while y'all are sitting out here y'all laughing. Y'all the special. Bus? Y'all not gonna. Y'all not gonna embarrass us on the radio. Nah, they went to all, lunch at nine thirty. Let me say, excuse me. <laughs> in, in y'all math class, y'all went to lunch at nine thirty. <laughs> <laughs> the lunch ladies were still getting there, and they was already lined up outside the cafeteria. <laughs> they had to carry their books he and their coats. It's true. <laughs> <laughs> they couldn't have lockers. You know it, dog. <laughs> They had on hard hats in their class. Yeah, helmets on. <laughs> That's all right, baby. Y'all had on hard hats in y'all class. Hey. And y'all had the flat crayons. Yeah, y'all had the flat crayons. Uh-uh, see, I don't know. Look, let me clear something up before we go to break. Yeah. There's a difference between special ed and learning disability. That's right. That's two different classes. We didn't have on no helmets. Do you understand? They thought you was on the football team. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. I thought he wanted to be a construction worker. <laughs> you know what? We're just going to go to commercial because y'all trying to embarrass Gary and I, I mean, because we had... Go to commercial. Just go to commercial. <laughs> go to commercial. We're not, hey, we wait, love we're y'all. Not, we're not coming back next year. We love y'all. We're not coming back. More Rick and Smiley Morning Show coming up. Yeah. Oh, John Rick and Smiley Morning Show. Make some noise. Oh! Man, I got so excited, man. The cues and showed up, man. Just all the blood. Man, thank y'all for being here, man. Uh, we are so excited to be here in Greenville, South Carolina. Uh, we uh, Let me see. Uh, uh, for the uh, Men of Color Summit here in Greenville, uh, this is our second year in a row being here. We are so happy to be here, y'all. And give yourselves a round of applause for getting up early this morning. And we thank the Lord for waking us up this morning. We thank him for getting us up in our right mind and enclosed. Uh, what is it? Enclosing your enclosed right mind. Enclosed in our right mind. Woke me up this morning and slid me in my house shoes. <laughs> <laughs> all right, y'all. We want to thank all of our guests today, the uh, former NFL player and motivational speaker, Trent Shelton. Big round of applause for him. Author and TV personality and businessman, Mr. Damon John. President of Clemson University, Dr. James P. Clements, and Vice President at the Boeing Company, Philip June. And uh, we got the one and only Sheba Fox from 1073 Jam. Sheba, baby! Hey, Sheba, Sheba, Sheba. What's up, Ricky? Yes, sir, from 103 Jams. Uh, so how long have you been on, uh, you know, been in radio, and, uh, and what exactly do you do at the station? Well, I started in radio in 2007, and currently I am the Community Affairs and PSA Director, the Sheba Fox Night Show. I am the host of that. I am Sheba Fox. And uh, I... Help out and do everything. You know how it is. Right. Five jobs, one paycheck. Oh, you know it. <laughs> you know it. So the Men of Color National Summit has come through Greenville for at least six years. And uh, the president of Clemson University told me, told me personally that they looked at him like he was crazy when he uh, brought, you know, brought this idea uh, uh, you know, to the table and uh, here it is. It is big and people have come from all over the country to be here. Uh, so uh, what do you like about this summit? Um, personally, I like about the summit is because first I have a son and uh, he goes to HBCU here in South Carolina, South Carolina State University. Ready, 
<laughs> and right. I've been pushing for him to come to this event for years and years and years, but we never get in on the registration because it's always sold out. So I love it that they get to experience the, the uh, speakers and, and all the things that they have going on for the men that enter into Tiger Alliance in the upstate. All right. We are, uh, so let everybody know how can they follow you and how can they how can they find you and, and, and follow the station? Okay, of course, you can always hit me up on the community hub at 1073jams.com. You can also follow me on Facebook at Sheba Fox and on Instagram at Sheba, dot, excuse me, Sheba Fox underscore 1073. All right, y'all, we would like, we would like to thank 1073 Jams, um, uh, my team, and most of all, I want to thank uh, Clemson University Men of Color Summit for continuing to push for diversity for young men of color. And if anybody Anywhere in the United States of America that's doing something like this, this is so important for our kids because an event like this, I'm going to tell y'all something, an event like this is life-changing. You get, you get to see men, and there's not a lot of men in a lot of households, and, uh, and this weekend is probably going to be some of the only men that some of our kids might see, you know, and, and experience you know, uh, uh, for a while. So I'm just telling y'all, this is so important. That's why we came back, bro. We could have been in our comfortable studio and probably halfway home by now. But we, we came all the way here because we wanted to be here. This is important to us. And uh, Sheba, thank y'all. Thank your station, uh, uh, your program director, your general manager, and the president of Clemson University. And uh, whoever, everybody that had a hand in organizing this event and all the listeners that came, uh, woke up early this morning to come be with us. We thank you. Uh, we appreciate y'all. God bless y'all. And appreciate y'all. Live from Greenville, South Carolina, uh, Rock T, the Brat, Gary with the T, Sheba, Maria, Special K. God bless y'all. Thank y'all so much. More Ricky Smiley Morning Show coming up.